Welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. And Michael Newland is my name. Talking toys is my game. Think of what you want to talk about and call on me. I'm Michael. <laughs> not bad, not bad. But I am John. And I'm Andrew. And uh, me and John have nothing. So <laughs> nice introduction there, Michael. Um, if you If you heard that intro and Michael's intro and you're still here, um, thanks for listening to episode 101 of the Toy Rewind podcast. This is just a little place where the three of us like to get together and talk about toy lines from our childhood and possibly before our childhood, uh, as this one kind of rolls in. Um, and we're going to give you a history lesson, how that how that toy became to- a toy and ended up right where it needed to be. Um, and you heard me right when I said episode 101. This is season three. So we do 50 episodes per season, and this is... Season three, who thought we'd make it to season three? I honestly didn't. Um, but, you know, hey, here we are, and we got a lot of seasons left to go. So this week, we're going to rewind back to 1971 and talk about an action figure line released by the Mego Corporation. This week, we kick back and talk about <clears throat> Action Jackson. Woohoo! like how you had to I, slow I, down to say it. I, <laughs> no, I actually thought you – and I didn't say anything afterwards, John, because I thought you were going to scream it. I really did. I thought you were going to like do your thing. Oh, yell at my kid again? Yeah. Um, so we're not talking about John's kid, um, although I'm sure it'll come up every once in a while since, you know, Jackson and Jackson. And it is really hard to say action Jackson really fast without it sounding really weird. So we'll we'll, we'll try that later. Um, before we get into talking about action Jackson, uh, John, let's uh, run your thing. All right, so check our website out over at toyrewindpodcast.com or crossthestreamsmedia.com. You can leave us a voicemail on Cross the Streams Media. Hopefully we might get some eventually. Uh, You can email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Instagram, Twitch, and Twitter is all toyrewindpod. Facebook and YouTube is toyrewindpodcast. And then, of course, as you're sitting here listening to us, if you want to play along with a little game, pull up uh, podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind and play along. Let us know what you get. Yeah. Luckily for the last 101 episodes, we have not changed any of our social medias. Uh, They're all still the same thing. So it makes it a lot easier. Um, Speaking of our 100th episode, since we said 101, um, we did have a few messages that came in. One specifically that we talked about last week. (laughs) <laughs> or the week before last, um, from Ed that I had lost. And we got a new message in today from a buddy, our buddy Aaron over at uh, Vert Row Negative. Um, and when it came in, it triggered Ed's to show back up. And so I found it. And uh, here we go. Hey, guys, this is Ed Pogue. That's right. The one, the only, the biggest Star Trek fan you're ever going to meet. And uh, definitely here to tell you that uh, congratulations on your 100 episodes. Truly a landmark, uh, a feat of greatness that has only been matched by few, at least few that I care about, and <laughs> uh, or at least few that are good. I, I hope you keep it up for 100 more. Definitely there's a lot of other toys out there to cover. Uh, if you ever need suggestions, maybe open up uh, maybe open up a line of suggestions. We'll come up with some toy lines. Maybe you could revisit Muscle or uh, revisit Star Trek. There's a whole bunch. Playmates is making a whole new line of toys now, man. So, anyways, congratulations on the 100. Keep it up. Yeah, so a nice message there from awesome. Ed. Uh, we'll, Thanks, Ed. Awesome. I will point out. That every yes, thanks Ed for sending it in. But every week we do ask for suggestions. So if there is something you want to hear, uh, like I said, all you can just tweet it to us, uh, send us a voicemail. Uh, any of those ways that John talked about on social media is a good way to get it there. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to play this next one before we get into trouble anymore. Ko Newland Brothers, Aaron from Front Row Negative. 
with this very late congratulations for your 100th episode. Um, pretty cool. I haven't reached that part yet with my podcast, but uh, that's uh, definitely a good achievement. Listen to the episode. Pretty good. With the exception that I wasn't even named as a favorite guest. That kind of hurts. Hits me right in the heart. After all the laughter we shared with recording our episode, I mean, Michael, you are a encyclopedia of Hot Wheel knowledge that does not rival anything. John, you love Beetlejuice and Willow. Willow's back. <laughs> That's something. Andrew, our love of hockey, especially the avalanche, cannot be taken away by the Alexanders of the world who don't like anything that doesn't hail from the state of Florida. But, you know, there's always next time. So congrats <laughs> on your 100, and here's to 100 more. I will say that Aaron was a great <laughs> guest to have on when we had him on. Um, yes. And, yes, I mean, it, he's he's very knowledgeable of stuff. He likes to help us out. He gives us make sure Michael's uh, pronouncing things correctly, uh, especially when it comes to anything from the uh, from the East. So, you know, he's, he's good about that. He's a great uh, partner with Cross the Streams and everything. Um, so, yes, Aaron, you were definitely up there on the top of the list for favorite guests to have in. We've had so many. It's, it's, uh, it's hard to actually really pick one. So um, it was all about picking the toy line that we really wanted to talk about mostly, I think, when it came to mm -hmm. that. Um, so uh, all the guests have been great. Um, I was a little, when he started to say, when he said my name and he started to say our love of, I thought he was going to go turtles, um, <laughs> but he went avalanche. And I will say, Aaron, um, that uh, we all know Alex is, has his love for everything that comes out of Tampa. It's not necessarily Florida. It's everything that comes out of Tampa, which to me is nothing worth looking at. So uh, sorry, Aaron. Uh, I mean, uh, sorry, Alex, but, uh, you know, it's Tampa. And uh, last time I checked, we still have the same amount of trophies, and we have the last one. So eat that. Uh, all right, so uh, let's move on. Anything you guys want to say about those messages from Ed or Aaron? No, I want to say them again. Yeah, thanks. They were, they were, they were probably, they probably listened to us more than anybody else, I think. So Probably. Than, yeah, other than mom and dad and our wives. So yeah, maybe, maybe we can, maybe your as, wives. <laughs> yeah. As, um, as Ed mentioned, maybe we can revisit muscle again. I know they're redoing some more. Um, obviously we will get back around to some more star Trek stuff because there's yeah, lots of lines there. So there's more star Trek out there than what we talked about. So. Yeah. We just talked about that one. And so we will get back around to that. So, um, all right. Well with that, uh, <clears throat> let's get on to one on one so that we can get to 300, right? That's the goal. Yep, this is Action Jackson 101. All right, let's rewind it and get into it. <laughs> All right, so um, speaking of, you know, we're talking about Star Trek that we talked about. It was Amigo line, so we're going all the way back uh, about 10 years before that line, um, before the end of actual Amigo itself, but um the, the first iteration of Migo. Uh, so here's uh, Action Jackson. Uh, so with the, the success of Hasbro's 12-inch G.I. Joe line in the in the late 60s, uh, Migo wanted part of the action figure action. Uh, so known for their dime store imported toys uh, during the 50s and 60s, Migo Corporation wanted to step up with the big toy companies so they decided to take a page out of Hasbro's book and come up with uh, an action figure of their own that they can do anything you want, that you can do anything you want with them. So uh, Migo created a generic eight inch body. Um, this, uh, this generic body could be used with multiple head sculpts and different outfits to create multiple figures and then keep costs down. So they can use the same, uh, the same body for all different kind of uh, figures that they're going to, they, they had plans for other stuff coming up. Um, so Action Jackson actually started their, uh, the, that eight, eight inch line of toy lines that they had after, uh, uh, in the seventies that they had such great success with. 
um, this, uh, and, and as, as Migo added more and more franchises to their lineup, like I was saying, um, the body was utilized in all the lines. Uh, so there were three different head sculpts for Action Jackson. Uh, there was two Caucasians, one with a beard, one without, and there was one African-American that didn't have a beard. Um, so they had three different, three different guys. Uh, you know, Migo, they, they went all out on advertising with uh, unheard of amount of TV spots. Because uh, back then, they mainly stuck with just print ads and newspapers, magazines, stuff like that. Um, and most of it, I think most of it was just Mac, uh, was just uh, newspaper advertising, <clears throat> but they really didn't have a, a big toy line to, to really put out there to advertise until this one anyway. Uh, so they went all out. Uh, they went as far as having, they, they ended up having this, this show at a, a local uh, club there in New York city called the lambs club. And it was held on, I know it was February 2nd. I'm, a, uh, I'm thinking it was 1971. That was the year that um, that Action Jackson was introduced. Uh, so being in February, uh, I didn't see anything where it said this, but being in February and, and the place that they were, the people that had tickets for the show were being bussed from, that was where they had the International Toy Show. And it was always, it's always held in February. So I'm assuming it, it came, they were, they were people that were from the toy show and they bust these people that had tickets to this, this club and they put on a show and the, the main act was Milton Burl, which was big, you know, back in the sixties, 50s, 60s, seventies. Um, he was a big, a big guy, a uh, big Hollywood type guy, uh, entertainment. Um, so he did that. They, they had a theatrical combination of film uh, they had slides. They had some animation. Uh, there was live act actors and specially written musical, dancing, and comedy skits about the about the, the toy line. So there was a whole. They put on a whole show just to put uh, get this line out to to show what it was about. Um, I know we talked about the the WWE wrestling. Uh, they actually yeah. had, or yeah, that or WWF. They actually had. Uh, the wrestlers have a, a wrestling ring outside of the, the toy show that year in New York. So uh, the year they did that. Um, so these toy companies always did these big, big things to introduce their, uh, their toy lines. And, and this was something that was, that was pretty cool. They, you bought tickets to the show at this, this, this club and they, they took you there and you got to see this big show and, and got wined and dined and all kinds of stuff. So, uh, the, uh, so, like I said, this was released in 1971. Um, now, Action Jackson had a good start uh, selling 2.5 million figures, according to Migo, that first year. Um, but reorders uh, did not generate. For, 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 for some reason, they just didn't get as many people reordering the, the toys to, to, to fill up the shelves. Uh, one reason, maybe because there was other lines coming out, taking their spot. Uh, something like that. Uh, a lot of it was more Mego stuff with the, uh, uh, the the world's greatest heroes, and then which in, that included DC and Marvel characters in that line. And then Planet of the Apes also came out about that same time. And uh, you know, like I said, these the these figures all used the same universal body. They just changed the head sculpts and 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 the clothing outfits and stuff to make it look like these other uh, characters. So that may be one reason why. Uh, and then and Hasbro at the same time was uh, their G.I. Joe line was starting to fade out as well. I know they changed the changed the different. They, they weren't more. They weren't as much military at that time. And it, the whole yeah. line was starting to fade. So uh, so Hasbro was having issues with theirs, too, about that same time. So mid 70s. Yeah. Um, the, uh, um, let's see, what was that, three? Um, then similar, you know, similar to G.I. Joe, Action Jackson uh, was marketed with uh, a line of accessories, including, they included battery-powered vehicles, remote, they were, most of them were remote control. Um, you know, back then, it would have been a lot better. I was looking at some on online and stuff, some commercials and, the only thing about these these vehicles were they were remote control and not radio control. 
because you had that that wire that connected it, so you really couldn't go very far. Couldn't go uh, too far with those, yeah. Yeah, the, the the Jeep they had went forward and backwards and and turned. You can turn the steering, but uh, but yeah, it, it was yeah, you just couldn't go very far while you were maybe a couple of feet and back and forth about it. So you got to run with uh, it. Yeah, you got to walk. You got to run or walk with it while it's, yeah. while it's going. Uh, you know, talking about the head sculpts, there were. Uh, s several different variations of hair color. So the uh, you had the original ones, they had uh, like a dark brown, almost black color. Um, and then the, they, they kind of depended on the, uh, the amount of coloration they put when they were, they were building the, the, the sculpts, the, the molds and stuff or whatever, they would they tend to fade all the way to, there was like a red color, it was a redhead and it was more of a, a dirty blonde color. Um, it just all depends on how much of that run. It probably started out as a dark brown and as the run went, they probably didn't add as much coloration in it or, or let it fade out and it changed to, to more of a dirty blonde color. Uh, so, but there was a lot of different head uh, uh, hair color variations. Um, and then the jumpsuits that they wore, they wore either a light blue or a navy blue jumpsuit. Uh, some of those color variations are a little bit, there are different shades of blue. Um, that, uh, And I think we talked a little bit about that with the Star Trek figures. You know, they were, uh, they weren't all the, exactly the same. There was a little bit difference. So, <clears throat> yeah, Andrew's got a picture of them up here. So they, they all came with the jumpsuit. Uh, they had blue boot. I mean, not blue. They had white boots and a white belt that came with them. There was a uh, some dog tags that were kind of oversized dog tags. <laughs> I was about to say those were really <laughs> large dog tags. <laughs> yeah, it looks and it looked like a big rope around their neck holding the dog tags. That's why they were a little bit bigger. Um, you know, and being eight inch, maybe maybe they would have looked a little better with the GI Joe line, which was twelve inch, was a little bit bigger. But this being an eight inch. Uh, figure it, it looked a little awkward, a little big for for what they had. It's kind of kind of like uh, Mr. T chains, you know, they're how thick they are, yeah. or, or or even or even uh, uh, Flavor Flav with his clock or something, you know. So uh, anyway, uh, there was uh, the the figures came in a window box, uh, which included stick on tattoos for the for the figure. Uh, I, I like see that the dog part. tags. Yeah. Uh, Are they big enough to use on yourself? No, I think they're little. They were little tattoos for the. the so you just guy. you get a whole sleeve, just like put it right on your arm right there, just a little bit. Yeah. Just like a uh, finger sleeve. Yeah. Uh, another fact that I came across was in the UK, he was called Johnny Jackson. Johnny Jackson. Yeah, instead of Action Jackson. I don't know what they the British had against action, but. Uh, Maybe the British don't like action. Maybe not. Maybe they, they just saved all the action for James Bond or something. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, some of the accessories that can also you could every once in a while they said you can actually find a uh, action Jackson that already has a different suit on other than a jumpsuit that has a different outfit. But but the ninety percent of the time they had that that blue or light blue jumpsuit on. Uh, so the accessories they had, um, there was, there was a, a storage locker, you know, I know GI Joe had one, uh, you could put all your, your accessories and stuff in this little box. And I think it was big enough for your figure to fit in too. Um, and you could carry it around. It's like a carry case. That's what it was, but they called it a storage locker. Um, there was a fire rescue pack, uh, which really works. It really squirted water. Had a little pump thing to squirt mm -hmm. water. Uh, there was a parachute that you actually, when you threw the figure in the air, the parachute was open and he'd fl float down. Um, there was a, a strap-on helicopter that you'd put on him. Uh, this was battery-operated with the propellers would go, and it was he was on a string, uh, kind of like a zip line, and you could kind of uh, make him go back and forth like he's flying, flying in the air with his helicopter backpack. But it's... Battery operated, but it does not fly on its own. Hmm. No, no. <laughs> it just it just makes the propeller go around in circles. So um, why not put it where the string turns the propeller? Yeah. 
I don't know. Uh, there was also a uh, there was also a water scooter uh, that was battery operated, um, and I think it actually float float floats when you can put your guy in there. Um, so that was some of the uh, extra accessories they had. Uh, some of the outfits. Now the outfits had a a picture depicting um, Action Jackson in that uniform or that outfit on the box, and then later later issues of it actually just had a generic uh, uh, a generic looking package. So they didn't have to make different boxes for all the different outfits. They could just make one box because Mega was all about trying to save money because I think they spent too much on advertising. To start off with, probably. Right. Um, I'm sure it costs quite a bit to have a uh, a big show, production show like that to put on. So, oh yeah, especially with Milton Berle in the, in the show. Um, so the outfits they had there was a you could be a jungle safari. Uh, there was a rescue squad. Uh, there was a scrambler cyclist. Uh, there was a secret agent. And there was a snowmobile and a Western suit. So these were all listed under Bold Adventures. Um, so if we want to look at... Oh, I don't know where my thing went. Uh, the, the figures, um, the outfits, you know, they kind of... Um, let me find it here. Uh, where are we at? Oh, I remember it's in alphabetical order. Okay, so uh, okay, so you've got your your boat adventures. You know, you got your jungle outfit, which is like a safari uh, uh, thing where you're out hunting out on the African plains or something like that. Um, you got a canteen, and a, I think there's a little. Uh, I guess that's a little alligator or crocodile in there. You got some brown boots, a little hat, um, stuff like that. Uh, your rescue squad is kind of like a fireman thing where it's like a, uh, we call it a, it's like aluminum type looking stuff, you know? Uh, so you got, say what? Is it like reflective? Yeah, it's like reflective. Uh, it kind of protects you from a lot of heat. Uh, and then you have your, uh, your scramble cyclist uh, suit, which is a the scramble cycle. We'll get to it. It's just a three wheeler. That's all it is. So it's not nothing, mate. Not nothing really cool. It's just I don't know. They they make it sound cool, but it's not. Um, but you get like this biker outfit with the boots, and you get a little helmet, uh, leather jacket, and it looks like jeans or blue jeans or something that you put on. The uh, the secret agent is like an all black suit. Uh, he's got a little little black beanie that he puts on. Uh, he's got a walkie-talkie. He's got a little pistol that he can put on his side. Uh, so he's like a secret agent type guy. And uh, the snowmobile outfit is just like a white jumpsuit or a very, very light blue jumpsuit. And he's got, uh, he's got the little... Uh, snowshoes and he's got like your uh your when you're skiing the little poles that you use to ski and i guess your walk with the, the snowshoes and then he's got boots little white boots so you're out in the and then the western uh it's just a cowboy hat and a cowboy chaps and vest with a plaid shirt and some boots brown boots is what you got on that so the uh, and the next set of uh, suits outfits they have is a military one. So you have an Air Force uh, suit, you have an Army suit, uh, you have an Aussie Marine. <clears throat> so you have the little crocodile Dundee type hat and a like a big old Bowie knife thing, whatever they call it from Australia. Those knives. Um, so and it's kind of yellow. Yeah, I don't know what they call them. <laughs> it's a big, big crocodile. If you ever watched Crocodile Duddy, it's a big he, knife. Yeah, he's got one. Yeah. Because he holds it up and, like, the guy holds a knife to him. And then he goes, That's not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's what that is. That's a camouflage Crocodile Dundee. There you go. Uh, then you have a frogman suit, which is a orange wetsuit. And he's got a scuba gear, 
and flippers and a little uh, a spear gun. And then you have a, a navy oh. navy outfit. And then you have another ski patrol outfit, which is kind of similar to the snowmobile, but you don't have the uh, the ski sh- the, the snowshoes. You just got boots. Uh, he's got a rifle and some other uh, stuff that looks like uh, a military thing. So, oh, by the way, it uh-huh. is a Bowie knife. It is a Bowie knife. Okay. In Crocodile Dundee, it's a Bowie knife too. So. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that's what they called them over there. So. Oh, you want me the Australian term for it? Hold on. I'll keep looking. Big knife. All right. Big so knife. the the next set of outfits they had um, was sports outfits. So you had a baseball suit, had a baseball bat, you had cleats that come with it. Um, then you had a fishing outfit. Uh, so you're out fly fishing in it. Uh, there's a hockey outfit. Andrew, you like that hockey outfit. Uh, there's a karate uh, karate outfit. And then there's the surf and scuba outfit. So, Oh, and there's a football. I miss football. So you got baseball, fishing, football, hockey, karate, and surf and scuba. And let's see. That's uh, – so that's all the, the – the carded ones or all the, all the outfits on there. Uh, there were some that was just carded. Like I just said, the, those were all in kind of little boxes, you know, similar like GI Joe set theirs out. Uh, but there are some in a card. There's a fishing, a golf, a karate, a scuba, a spy and a tennis outfit. So this added the tennis and golf and they're a little bit different then these are a little bit cheaper outfits. They're not as detailed as the others in the box. So, um, so with that, with the, the outfits and stuff, uh, so like their his slogan was, Action Jackson is my name, Bold Adventure is my game, think of what you want to be and call on me. So that's their, his slogan. So you can be any of these characters um, uh, that you want to be, and, and you can... Get your action Jackson, dress them up as that, and you can pretend to be that that figure, that person. Um, so he did have some vehicles that came with this line as well. Uh, they were all battery powered, battery powered, battery powered. Yeah, and then remote controlled as well. So you have an amphibicat, amphicat, amphicat. There you go. It's an amphibious six-wheeled vehicles that you can just drive in the water. Uh, now, I don't know if you can actually drive it in water with it being battery-powered. Uh, but it's got balloon tires. Uh, it's got bunch, some details on it. And you can fit two of your figures, two Action Jacksons in there together. So um, then there was a camp mobile, which is like a VW bus that can set up like a camper. Um, it comes with like a picnic table, a little, a little, uh, looks like it's got a grill, uh, some little chairs that you sit in and a cot. And then the top of the camper opens up and your action Jackson can stick out the top and, and enjoy his vacation. (laughs) Uh, There's a, a dune buggy and let's see the dune buggy. And then you have a formula car racer that uh, you can be a race car driver in there. Uh, There's a rescue copter, uh, which is actually doesn't fly either. You just, it's remote control and it rolls around. So it's not, uh, then you have your Jeep, uh, the scramble cycle, which is just a three wheeler. Uh, You have your snowmobile, uh, which actually, I think that one fits two characters in it as well. And then with your your cowboy outfit, you can you have a wild Mustang that is also uh, right, uh, remote controlled too. So your little horse can trot around remote controlled. So so that's I like your, how your, you said the scramble cycle is a three wheeler. When there's probably a lot of people now that don't know what a true three wheeler used to be. Yeah, this is the one that had the <laughs> wheel up front, two in the back, and you always tipped over with it from what I, I remember. You, you hit a rock just right. Yeah. 
you know, bloop. you're gonna go um, over. Yeah, you hit yeah. the gas just right, and the front wheel just goes whoop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, very dangerous. That's why you can't get them now. Yeah, no, right. that's why they're, four they're, wheelers, four wheelers are, are they're all four wheelers. Yeah, they were also a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. So next we have like play sets. There was two play sets, and actually these play sets they do get reused in different lines. So you get the uh, so there's a jungle house, and there's a lost continent. Now the lost continent actually uh, you 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 can it's hard to find it with it saying because it came out so late in the Action Jackson line that. Uh, not very many of them were were printed with Action Jackson, because um, Planet of the Apes actually came out with this. It's the exact same thing. They just changed the name on the box to the print says Action Jackson. They changed it to Planet of the Apes. Everything else is exactly the same the way it is, and it's like a vinyl case that kind of folds op open and sets up a little uh, like a little cave thing with dinosaurs and a uh, a little like a cage and there's like a um, there's like some uh, wild aborigine type stuff whatever going on with the uh, like cavemen type stuff going on with it as well so um, yeah there's all different kind of there's all kinds of stuff going on with it so it can actually go across multiple uh, lines oh. it's not just set for one thing uh, the the jungle house is like a, um, I guess it's like a treehouse on stilts. It's kind of what it is. Um, it's got a cage that you can actually go up that gets pulled up and down, and um, the same stuff that you saw in the caveman stuff and and the lost continent thing is also you see some of those parts in this 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 play uh, play set as well. Uh, so they, for me, go to save money. They use things to cover multiple lines. Um, so this is actually used in, uh, the jungle house was used under different names with, uh, with planet of the apes. And, uh, there was another line they had it with as well. Um, but, uh, all they did was change the name on the box. The pictures were the same. Uh, and, and well, the figure, I, I guess they had to change cause there was a different figure on it, but, um, it's, it's pretty much the same thing over and over again it's just just the name on the box was changed so uh and then there was one there was a role-playing uh piece as well it was a walkie-talkie helmet so you actually had a helmet that had a like a little microphone thing like you see like at a drive-through people uh, taking your order to drive through um and then it had it did have an antenna on it that was like three feet long, almost looks like uh, the box has it. It's kind of wrapped over from one ear to the other ear, but I think you had to undo it and, and everything to actually make it work. So, but it was like a, uh, and you press one little button to, to where you can talk. Um, but it was kind of pretty much hands-free, I think pretty much. So, and it's a white helmet has a red stripe down it down the middle of it and it has the action jackson logo which is like a a diamond shape uh with an a and a j in it with red and blue uh stripes in it so a red and white stripes on top and red bottom is what that is so but yeah that's uh that's that um another slogan for for action jackson was do and dare he's everywhere on land and sea and in the air so they like to rhyme with their slogans. Um, so that's that's pretty much it on uh, Action Jackson. I mean, there was just about anything you want to be, you can be with this with this line. <laughs> I mean, that's that's yeah. Action Jackson, Jackson. Yeah. I like how you changed that slogan. It's much <laughs> not be the right slogan. <laughs> yeah. Could be any, yeah. Um, all right, John. I know we have prices. Let's talk about some prices. So, I did not. I did not find anything in '71, but in '72, they were posted in the J.C. Penney's uh, Christmas book, and 
Let's see here. I have the ax, ax, ugh, Action Jackson figure uh, with the strap on helicopter for four forty four. Four dollars and forty four cents. Mm hmm. Thirty dollars and eighty eighty four cents today. How much? Thirty. Thirty eighty four. Wow. Uh, the Black Action Jackson Jackson. It's my son's name. I'm still. It's after that word. It makes it hard. It's to after say. the word action. The yeah. word action yeah. is weird. But he's got the firefighter suit on. And he's 444. And then the bearded action Jackson. The better beard. Uh, let's see. This is in his ski patrol outfit, complete with skis, poles, rifle, and parachute plunge kit. Uh, parachute actually opens and brings action Jackson <laughs> guiding, gliding back to earth, can be repacked and reused for $4.99. So that one okay. went up. Yeah. So wait, it went, it, it went up 54 cents. Yeah. 55. That's a difference. That's a difference of $5. Oh, wow. This is 34 wow. 66. That's, that's a difference of almost $5. Hmm. Yep. Then uh, Michael talked about the uh, remote control vehicles. So yep. the rescue copper copter went for 888. The scramble cycle went for 588, and then there's a snowmobile that went for 488. So 888. <clears throat> is this Walmart? Everything's 88. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. This is JC It's like it's like old Walmart pricing, everything was 88 yeah. cents. Something um 6168. 6188. So anything anywhere from 30 to 61 bucks. Still expensive for a yeah. lot for a remote control these days. Uh, I mean, it's 70, an actual remote control, not not a wire control. <laughs> yeah. In, in 1972, mom and dad were both still in high school. So, yeah. You sure dad was there? I mean, he's supposed right. to be there. I don't know if he's actually there. <laughs> supposed to be there. Uh, well, you can um, call Chapel Hill and ask him. Yeah, one one thing I don't think I mentioned was this line only lasted till 74. Yeah. Yeah. Three years? Mm-hmm. So it only we, four, yeah. four years. 71, four years. 72, 73, 74. Yeah. I got, yeah. I was thinking 71 to uh, – yeah. I wasn't counting all of them. All right. Um, <laughs> so we we do need to rank these. Let's rank this and see where it shows up on our list. Let me pull up our list here. Yeah, pull it. I didn't so, get it. Um, I have ranked well, this for us already. Um, and it's number one for oh, all yeah. of us. <laughs> it just fits at number one because we're on a new rank, um, oh. with which means that very shortly within the next few weeks, you will start to see – our uh, our voting, uh, yeah. our bracket go up with our voting for the last. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so we've got it. We've got a few things we got to get together, uh, but you'll start to see those start to go up, and we'll figure out who wins round three. Um, who always in round three? Let's take a look round three. Oh yeah, it's gonna be Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, if not Bike No, no, Super Soakers. Do you think Super Soakers? I think they're going to have a good chance. Um, um, GoBots might might do it. Nah. No. Um, <laughs> uh, there's oh, another me go. Eagle Force uh, Eagle all the way Force. down the bottom. Star Yours is going to win it all. Star Yours. <laughs> Star that Yours is, is going to win it. All. Yeah. That is um, that. Yeah, that so is the line that I, I did not. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Super Soaker has a good chance. Uh, yeah, I, I think would that's agree with that. Super Soaker well has a good chance. Yeah, I think that's going to be the most well-known one out of everything. I mean, the board games has a chance, of course. 
Yeah, we'll see how everyone votes because it's going to get interesting on that. Yeah, it's, it's not uh, like we have. We didn't do a Nintendo. There's not a Nintendo in it. Um, there's there's not a lot of heavy hitters in that that group that we're about to put out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was so a lot of Super Soakers. I think is going to be the most well known one. Yeah, Super Soaker yeah. and uh, Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, I actually I actually think the Biker Mice from Mars and the Police Academy guys have a good chance of Police Academy being up there. there. People, there's some. Some of our fans the, definitely know who those those are. The Mighty Max that's in our here. We we do have um, Army Ants is in there. Polly Pocket, American Girl Dolls. Um, uh, American Girl Dolls could take it. The right people right. see these, um, they could take it. Um, watch the Weevils win it all. <laughs> the Weevils. <laughs> they won't. They won't fall down, will they? Yeah, the Weevils. <laughs> they, they, they Weevil. They, keep they wobble. Up. They don't fall down. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we'll see. That's going to come out. You'll start to see that over the next few weeks. Um, yeah, we got Like I said, we just got a few things we got to get together, make sure we have our list ranked out where it needs to be, and then you'll start to see those get posted. Um, uh, and we do five rounds. Is it five total rounds? I think it's five rounds. Uh, um, I gotta look at the bracket to look at the list, of the thing again, and see. Um, so yeah, you'll see those come out, and it'll be a lot of fun. Um, and we'll find out. And then when we're done with our 32 from this one, we'll be able to have our final four match from the winners from the four rounds and uh, see who is the winner of those, you know, or maybe we'll wait till we've done eight rounds and do like a best of eight or something. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Maybe we should do all of them someday. Yeah, mad scramble. (laughs) That would take take forever. Mad scramble for all. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I can't imagine having to to do them all. All of having to put all those images together for voting. Oh, that's in your that's in your your ballpark. (laughs) That's in my ballpark. Um, what else do we have? Oh, um, I don't have my notes. What else do we have? Anything you guys want to add about Action Jackson? Action Jackson. <laughs> no, it's it's a my name. It's a pretty cool little line. It's uh, you know, it's not all military like GI Joe was to start off with, but GI Joe went into more uh, adventure type stuff and got kind of weird at the end. Um, so these guys, it was the same same thing for four years. Um, I think it's pretty cool that they added some some sports into it um you got tennis and you got a tennis outfit and a golf outfit and um and and a fishing outfit so you kind of that's kind of a a weird thing to to add on there but like it says you think of it uh, think of what you want to be and you may want to be a fisherman one day and that's what you're actually jackson it's all it's all about action not it's, it's not military <laughs> and all that. It's it's just action. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I wonder if this was twenty years later, if it would have been better. Um, Probably. I don't know. I don't. Uh, you, you know, Even, you got to the end of the seventies when when Star Wars came out. It pretty much ended Migos' run of the top top dog of the seventies because they went to that three and three quarter inch line and then everybody else kind of followed suit and these dolls and even, you know, Migo even tried, but it was already too late. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, the eight inch, 12 inch lines were fading out at the time. And I don't know now. I mean, you do have some of the, uh, like Marvel and, and DC figures that are out that are now 12, the 12 inch lines and stuff like that. I think they're 12 inch. Yeah. Uh, well, I just wonder kinda, if they see that they're a little larger, but you see that more, but I, I don't know. Uh, you get into the nineties. I still don't think this would be good. for so, that. I think it was good just for the seventies. The way I see it is they went from these big doll, like action figures that they started off with. All right. For kids, mm-hmm. for young kids. 
And then as those kids got older, all of a sudden they realized, oh, these are more doll-like. And then all of a sudden they came up with the three-inch ones. And then the boys were like, oh, these are awesome because I can stick That's them in my pocket and figure. take them with me. This yeah. is an action figure because I can take them. Yeah. yeah. It's easier. And then, of you course, can, you can take are, more. Yeah, with the three. Your parents are yelling at you because I told you to leave those at home. <laughs> and and one, you know, we talked about this before. One reason why they went to the three and three quarter inch because think of a twelve inch. If if Migo Migo had the chance to get uh, Star Wars, and they turned it down, and then Kenner picked right. it up. Um, if you had a tw- an eight inch G- uh, eight inch uh, Luke Skywalker. How big is the X-wing you you got to build? Put this eight inch in. Boom. Or size of my your, your Millennium, Fal- Millennium Falcon. Yeah, just think how big the Millennium Falcon is going to be, or even your Java if you got a, a, a you know okay. to scale. You know, you got a huge Java, whatever. I mean, it's the 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 three three quarter inch line came about because you can have more. Play sets, so, uh, more vehicles, stuff like that. That that is actually manageable. They're not huge, yeah. like the USS Flag, which was still. <laughs> I was like the small. USS Flag. That's the one else we up, but it's still huge. But if GI Joe was still twelve inch, how big was would be the USS Flag then? It'd be the, the size, size of, of house. your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they had to scale them down to get more play value out of their lines. Right. So, yeah. Or you got. A fraction of a ship, and it's like this much. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're, you're. Yeah. Yeah. So, or that's well, like three inches. I, I, I was just curious if they would have <laughs> gotten the any play. I just wonder if they would have gotten any play off that 88 movie with Carl Weathers with the same name, uh, Action Jackson. So, you know, I don't know. It's more of a spy type movie or whatever, but, you know, spy. Yeah. Hey, it's yeah. Action Jackson. Tell him you want to be a spy, then, and he'll make you a spy. But then also, if you if you line to these up in '88, um, even if you did '87, you've immediately got TMNT coming out. You wouldn't have survived. How many how many lines have we talked about from the late '80s that didn't survive because of all these others? Right. And Nintendo, right. Right. Nintendo, saying, like, out. Nintendo killed yeah, most Nintendo, of it. Nintendo, yeah. And then the Turtles came out and and did their their share of it in the in the figure line, but in the figure area, the toy store, but. Yeah. yeah so um i don't know uh, it's all good stuff either way um if you're still listening and you're not completely bored and you want to go and listen to something <laughs> else go check out cross the streams media where we have all of our partner podcasts that are over there there's a whole list of them i know there's some new ones on there since i made my list um so i'm not even going to read these out but you should go check those out cross the streams media.com uh we're happy to be part of the network and you know it's just a great network lots of uh Lots of great content coming out. So um, also be sure you follow our socials. That's where you're going to find out all the information and you'll be able to vote on our, uh, the brackets that we were just talking about just a minute ago. Uh, So be sure you follow those. John mentioned all of them at the top of the show. Um, And I think that's the first time I've ever referenced us as a show, like at the top of the show. Just occurred to me. I don't, um, I don't know if you ever not before or not. <laughs> you can also go to crossthestreamsmedia.com, find our little icon, and leave us a voicemail with the little microphone widget that's at the very bottom. Um, that's exactly how Larry does his um, little segments with us, which I apologize for not getting this over to Larry in time for him to send us uh, his, if he had any action Jacksons, action Jacksons. Gosh, I can't even say it. Um, but also, uh, Ed and Aaron sent us their messages. So that's how you got those. If you want to hear your voice on our podcast, that's all you got to do. Um, and, uh, hmm, pretty good episode about action. Jackson, action, yeah. Jackson, can't even say it. <laughs> Anything you guys want to add? If you, yeah, if, if you, if you're a diecast fan like me, um, I've caught this, this, uh, pod podcast they also have a, a youtube channel um they actually interview a lot of people uh big people in the the diecast uh their last episode was with champion djk which if y'all watched our past episodes we did an interview with them as well mm-hmm. uh, but they've got some other big names in the diecast uh realm of things um from all the way from hot wheel designers to 
um, historians and collectors and and uh, customizers and stuff like that. Uh, Diecast Breakdown is the name of that podcast. Okay. Uh, if you're if you're big into diecast and want to hear some some cool stories, uh, check check diecast breakdown. There are a bunch of great guys on there. So okay. Um, also, uh, while you're over, if you are one of those great people that likes to watch us on YouTube, uh, be sure you check out Michael's Motor and Mondays uh, segments on all of his cars and stuff he's got going. Um, I missed this pad. We took the week off, so I took a week off too on that, and I'll have another I, one. Um, actually get a little sneak peek. I will talk about this, this fella right here. Oh, it's coming up on our Starcom car. Yeah. That thing's pretty cool. Starcom. Yeah. Um, so you're doing, you're doing motor and Mondays and I'm half tempted to start turtling Tuesdays. But, <laughs> um, I don't have John, enough turtles to, to quite talk about, you know, John, you need waddling Wednesdays or something. <laughs> the what? His Willow Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Come on, oh, Willow, it's Willow Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Willow, Willow Come on, Wednesdays. Michael. I have, yeah, I've got some. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like you, John, though. We don't quite have as much as like Michael can do an episode. If he talked about 15 cars a week, he could do an episode for the next seven years. <laughs> hey, right. Well, John, John works, he's in a restaurant. He can do thirst, Thirsty Thursdays or something like that. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave it with that. Um, thank hey, you. Hey, by the way, listening. National Taco Day is coming up on uh, two, it 10 better 4, be on a Tuesday. October 4th. It's <laughs> better be on a Tuesday. October 4th. I don't know what it is. I just know it's October. Go support 4th. your local restaurant. That's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. All right. It's a Tuesday. All thank right. you for listening to the Tour Rewind podcast. We appreciate it. Um, and what is my line? I forgot my line. Oh, sorry. <laughs> on behalf of the Brothers Newland here at the Toy Rewind podcast, play on. Play on. You've been listening to the Toy Rewind podcast. Follow and join in the conversations at toyrewindpodcast.com. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.